Welcome to the Front Desk Goddess Diaries, where we show you how to work smarter, not harder, because busyness does not equal profitability. Join our conversations where we show you how to decrease stress, take more time off, and have more fun. Hi, my name is Amy. I am a personal practice coach for the Brady Group, and I've been in your shoes. I have the pleasure of working with dental practices across the globe. And you know what I've discovered? Everybody has the same challenges. I'm excited to share wisdom that I've gained from great dental practices just like yours. So it's great to be back, guys. And Kathleen's here. She's my co-host today. I'm so excited to be here. Amy, what are we going to talk about today? Well, Kathleen, I received an email with a question here in the last few days. Um, and the question was, can you help me understand what it means to, quote unquote, build relationships with patients? Oh, we talk about that a lot. That is a great question because I think people, you know, they think we're in the business of dentistry. But the reality is, is that we're in the business of relationships, Amy. I mean, it's all about the relationship. Absolutely. And we talk a lot here at the Brady Group about building relationships with patients. I think this can come off sometimes as sort of a buzz term that, mm -hmm. you know, in business that uh, people throw around. Um, but when it comes to how we care for our patients, we've discovered that, you know, there can be a misconception as to what it really means to build relationships mm -hmm. um, and how it could affect your patient's perception of your practice and really ultimately the case acceptance process. I think we uh, focus too much, uh, well, or we don't focus enough really on being relational. Mm -hmm. We end up being very transactional in the dental office. And so we need to be more relational. Well, and if you're trying to build a relationship the correct way, you're going to retain your patients. I think your your case acceptance will be better. And you'll, I mean, I would think you would get more referrals. I Absolutely. mean, it's you're basically going to be referring someone to your buddy, to your friend, somebody that you really enjoy being with. So let's talk about what it means when you say build a relationship with your patients and how everyone can benefit. Well, let's talk about what building a relationship is not. Again, okay. I think there are misconceptions. So this is what it's not. Okay. Correct. And so sometimes we think that telling people all about us, uh, let me tell you about our office and let me, or finding something in common. It's not about telling them about yourself. Well, we were talking about actually someone recently that's not exactly fun to be around because that's all they do is talk about themselves. I'm sure everyone listening can picture someone in their mind that they know that every time you see them, you know, at a restaurant or, or anywhere at the office, they all they want to do is talk about themselves and what they're doing this summer and what their kids are doing. And, that's not what building a relationship is about. No, absolutely not. Building a relationship is about listening. So, you know, along those same lines, sharing all of the doctor's accolades, his awards, his CE, his, mm -hmm. you know, let me tell you how great our doctor is. Now, having said that, I think it's important to endorse your doctor, mm -hmm. really to endorse each other as a team. You're going to love our hygienist. She's fantastic. But if you start your new patient phone call with, let me, oh, our doctor is, um, let me tell you all about mm -hmm. his continuing education, blah, blah. Well, because blah. It, it should be all about the patient, correct? I mean, they're yes. the superstar of the day, the hour, the appointment. That's right. We've talked a lot about uh, with Brady Group members about, you know, who's the hero? Mm -hmm. And uh, I think uh, Donald Miller, who wrote a book called Story Brand, who's just amazing, he talks about the hero versus the guide in his book. And in dentistry, we're too busy trying to be the hero. Mm -hmm. We are not the hero. The patient's the hero. 
we're the guide, the advocate. Okay. We're walking them through the process. So um, yeah, it's about the patient. They are the hero. Mm-hmm. And so it's also not educating patients. We've talked about that before, how um, you know, education is not building a relationship. It's it should be part of the process. I'm not saying we should not educate our patients, but um education is not how you build a relationship. That's not the main thing. Well, and it's also not fitting your patient into the agenda of the day. Here's what we're going to do today. You should be maybe asking them what they want to accomplish, Correct. not so much about here's what we're going to do. Yeah. Here's what we do on all new patients mm-hmm. um, or you're due for x-rays or our doctor you know, wants us to take pictures on everyone. That's not what we're doing. It's, hey, tell me what you want to accomplish today. Where do you want us to focus today? Mm-hmm. And then coming or being born out of that is uh, the proposed solution. Well, mm-hmm. since you want us to find out if you have cavities, mm-hmm. how do you feel about x-rays? That's going to really help us see things. Determine that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think also, you know, we talk a lot about how do we build more value for patients? Well, that's not that's not relationship based. Building value for patients is not possible because we, you know, think, well, I need to build more value, which again means education, explaining, telling them things. Um, the only way you can do, you know, build value for patients is to find out what they value okay. and then build a treatment plan based on that. Well, and it's also not, okay, we're just going to keep you in the office for long, these thorough appointments so they can get lots of quality time with the dentist. I mean, that's, that's not how you want to build a relationship either. Right. A long, thorough appointment. Yeah, that <laughs> I, sounds fun. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, and again, we do they want to see the dentist? Yes, they do. But um, where we go wrong there is when we're overbooked, we're uh, double booked, too jam packed, and we end up leaving the patient alone in the room. That's a problem. They, but you know, they don't want to spend a lot of time in your office, even if it means quote unquote quality time for the dentist, they just want to be heard, understood. Uh, let's get it done and make good use of my time. Right. Right. The, the other thing, again, we talked about this a little bit, but making sure that we're not trying to pull them into our frame of reference to raise their dental IQ. Uh, no, we need to raise our emotional intelligence, you know, uh, IQ by understanding, um, how they think mm-hmm. it's not about us. And it's not about us raising their dental IQ. Uh, people don't make decisions logically. They make decisions emotionally. And if we listen and we understand what's important to them, uh, and not try to educate them, we're, they're going to like us a whole lot more. They are. That's true. Who's ready for some live front desk goddess training? We are so excited to announce some upcoming live events. Registration is now open for our front desk goddess retreat in Jacksonville, Florida on Friday, August 13th, and in Billings, Montana on Friday, January 21st of 2022. Call me now to register at 800-592-7239. Just mention this podcast and it'll save you some money. You can also click the link in the show notes to register. Just use the code FDGR as in Front Desk Goddess Retreat to save $100. Act fast. I'll tell you what, this event is going to fill up fast. They were so popular before COVID and we already have some registrations and we barely even published registration leaks. So don't wait.
So we've talked about what building a relationship is not. Let's talk about what it is. Um, listening. When we're listening, we are building trust. When we're talking, we are not building trust. So we want to listen with the intent to understand people. I think too often, uh, whether it's in the dental office or with our family or whatever, we're listening with the intent to respond. It's like, yeah, hurry and finish what you're saying so mm -hmm. I can talk. Right. Well, and it's getting to know you know them on a personal level before talking teeth. I mean, so it's not asking these random questions, but it's more like a natural conversation. Like you're running into a friend at the grocery store. You're not going to stop and, you know, ask them, you know, very specific things. You're going to say, hey, how's it going? You know, how's your summer going? How are the kids? That type of thing. So it's very natural. So I think people kind of lose sight of that when you know they're there for an appointment and you know what's going to have to take place in that appointment, but you still want them to feel comfortable just like you would when somebody's coming to your home. You want yes. them to feel very comfortable and relaxed. Well, and getting to know them on a personal level, I think is so important. But as we do that, we want to let them talk about what they want to talk about. I've made the mistake. I've told this story because I was horrified. I felt awful. Um, but, you know, I had just had a child. And so I was always really interested in other people. Do you know, do you have kids? And so that became one of my get to know you questions. Mm -hmm. And most of the time it was fine. But one particular day we had a patient that had missed an emergency appointment a couple of weeks prior. And she um, we didn't hear from her for a while. She came back in uh, for the emergency appointment again. And she wasn't really hurting. I guess it wasn't it was more limited exam. She had right. broken a tooth, wasn't really painful, mm -hmm. but needed to get it fixed. And uh, so when I was doing her, her interview, I um, said, so do you have kids? And she was a childbearing age, mm -hmm. had a wedding ring on. She just started crying. Aww. And the reason I come to find out she had missed her appointment two weeks prior is her um, uh, teenage son was killed in a car wreck. Oh goodness. So, you know, I mean, normally that's very safe territory, but right. let people talk about what they want to talk about. Right. And right. so following the natural flow of a conversation, pick up on something maybe you heard on the phone. So you mentioned you just moved here. Tell me where you moved from. How mm -hmm. are you liking it? Why did you move? Mm -hmm. uh, or where are you living? Where are your kids going to go to school? Or yeah, those just, kind of things. you know, follow the natural um, progression of the conversation. Don't just ask mm -hmm. random questions like, where do you work? Or, right. <laughs> you know, unless right. they offer that. Right. One thing I heard a doctor say, and I thought this was great, is uh, so what do you do when you're not in the dental office? Oh, I like that. It just kind of leaves it wide open. Wide open. That's right. Well, and you're interested enough in each individual patient to truly get into their frame of reference and, and you want to be able to communicate on that level. Too. Right. So being interested um, is, you know, being curious is, uh, that means we ask questions, lots mm -hmm. of questions, and they have to be open-ended questions that allow the patient to talk. Mm -hmm. um, discovering not just what is important to them, but why. Maybe you mm -hmm. have a patient that uh, says, you know, I want to uh, get my teeth whitened. Well, instead of, uh, okay, well, we do whiten teeth and we have two different ways to do that. And mm -hmm. here's how it works and here's how much it costs. Be excited. Oh, wow, that's fun. Mm -hmm. You know, it sounds like you have something special coming up. What's, right. what's going on in your life? Um, connect with them. Uh, and over if, what they want to accomplish. And if they want to talk about going to their class reunion or their daughter getting married, then that leads to a whole lots of other questions too, just by answering that one little bit. Right. Even when a patient, maybe it's not something super exciting, but maybe it's, uh, 
Yeah, I really need to get my teeth clean. Great. We can do that for you. Why is it important for you to, to get your teeth clean today? Mm-hmm. Because we need to know beyond the cleaning, what's motivating them. Um, right. And when we understand that, it, it just goes so much better. Right. Giving that allows us to, to, well, really allows the patients the opportunity to develop ownership for their own dental health. Mm-hmm. Instead of, uh, so when we understand what they want and really mm-hmm. why that's important, um, that's the result. Well, and sometimes that leads to financial situations also, just kind of by asking those open-ended questions. Mm-hmm. But when you base your solutions, you know, the x-rays, the photos, planning appointments, they're just the care and, and basically everything, all the solutions of the appointment on their ultimate, you know, desired end result benefits, because you've gotten that from the conversation. It's not because what you think it's best for them. It's because they think it's best for them and they've opened up about that. So maybe it becomes more they're they're owning the appointment, not you owning the appointment. Right. Yeah. We talked last uh, in the last episode about uh, avoiding the word need. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what that's talking about. Instead of you need a crown, uh, we ought to be saying, hey, based on what you shared with me, um, mm-hmm. a crown would be a great solution. Mm-hmm. That'll help you accomplish what you want. Um, that's where we want to go with that. So, right. and then the last thing is, you know, valuing your patient's time. If we want to build relationships, value their time by staying on time and, and using their time wisely, um, not just for their first visit. Obviously, that sets the tone, but everything uh, following that, you know, we get real uptight about, well, you know, uh, if a patient's late, are we going to see them or not? Um, and my question to people that that ask that is, oh, well, you are you on time 100 percent of the time? Yeah. You know, it's it's great to create a culture and have an expectation that your patients show up on time. I'm I am all for that. We don't want uh, to, you know, I guess, enable uh, patients just to be late all the time. Right. But if we're going to hold them accountable for that, we better make darn Absolutely. sure we're going to be on time. Yes. So that's how you build relationships. Well, okay. So let's talk about people who think their practice is just too busy to build relationships <laughs> because they're just so back to back to back to back. Yes. That email that I received kind of that prompted this whole podcast episode uh, that's where this uh, person was going. She, you know, we had had a, a team Zoom and we were talking about how important it is to to do this, to, to build relationships. And, um, you know, they just feel like they're too busy to do that. And if, if that's the case, one of three things, you know, Kathleen, you and I have talked about three things are probably happening. Yes. Well, I mean, main thing that comes to mind is that their schedule is not effective. It's their patients are running the schedule and pretty much, you know, that's not good. It, or or you have no system other than just filling your holes throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of goes back to what what about the doctors that think that they're just accommodating their patients by letting them come whenever they want? Yeah. Oh, I can only come <laughs> Thursdays at four. That's the only thing that works for me. Okay, well, we'll see you then. Well, along with everybody else that wants Thursday yes. at four. Who's running that practice? That's right. And, you know, I know that uh, many of you listening are probably thinking, well, yeah, if we're building relationships, we should accommodate them. That's that's not what that's it's about. Not, yeah. That's not you know, what we're talking about. You can't, uh, you know, have uh, your, your uh, MRI scheduled and say, yeah, it really works best for me to come at four after work. 
uh, I'd rather do that. You know, no, they tell you when to come. And I get it. We're not an, you know, MRI imaging place and they're not very friendly usually. But um, this is about focusing on how you can best care for the patient. And if you're letting them run the show and you're forced to do um, kind of uh, involve procedures late in the day, that's not what we want to do. You don't want to have a bunch of bottlenecks uh, based on the, the most popular times and to be sitting around twiddling your thumbs. Um, you want to be able to give patients 100% undivided attention. Don't make them wait. And if you're cramming them in, you're not giving them mm -hmm. the best experience. One, well, and, and I think another thing is maybe they're talking about maybe the wrong things. They're getting too technical or educating at the wrong time. It doesn't take more time to build relationships. It's how you spend that time when you're trying to do it. Absolutely. Yeah, you got it. it again, it doesn't take any more time. You need to swap out what you're currently doing mm -hmm. for what you should be doing. Right. The uh, third thing is uh, if you don't have time, you probably have a heavy insurance presence in the practice. PPOs create busyness that prohibits a, a relationship-based practice. See, um, insurance is not relationship-based. Right. And so if you have PPOs in your practice, you are going to have a hard time building relationships. Insurance companies do not care about your daughter's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> they don't hear it. It's volume, volume, volume. Let's see how many people we can get in. Um, and yeah, I talked to a doctor yesterday and she's getting 100 new patients a month. And wow. they're telling me they don't have time to do a new patient interview. They don't have time to, to hand off the valuable information that they're gaining from the patient to the next person. Um, so yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah. So last thing, let's talk about, again, wrap this up. Why do we want to build relationships with patients? Well, it's more fulfilling. We were created to connect with other people. That's part of who we are. So being too busy for that, it can lead to burnout. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, your patients were created the same way. Mm -hmm. And so, um, going to be a lot more fulfilled that way. Higher patient retention. You know, we're going to be able to shut the back door if uh, people um, like us and they yes. feel uh, connected to us. Um, and I would like to think that you would have more loyalty, which would only result in maybe more referrals because people are like, you know what? I love going to the dentist. They, I, you know, just really enjoy everybody that I talk to. They always really try and see me on time because, they don't feel like they're in a Jiffy Lube practice. I mean, it's mm -hmm. more, you know, one-on-one -on -one patient-based practicing. Absolutely. And they, yeah, they remember, um, you know, and I get it. You make notes in their chart about their daughter went to University of Texas and this and that. And, you know, we don't always remember that stuff. Sometimes we do. But if you're too busy to even make a note, a little personal note that you can bring up next time they come in. Mm -hmm. uh, but patients love that. Like, oh, yes. she's doing great. Thank you for asking. Yes. Uh, and bottom line, people want to spend more time and, and their resources in places and with people that make them feel good. And uh, that's what all of this does. You're going to have less busy busyness, higher profitability. Mm -hmm. Well, and it allows you to build a practice around your life instead of trying to fit your life around your practice. Back to who's running the show. We'd be honored if you would subscribe to the Front Desk Goddess Diaries, rate our podcast, and share it with your friends. From one goddess to another, this is Amy signing off.